Diverse Reality Sports Talk Podcast, brought to you by Anchor. Episode 7, From Ground Up, featuring former Oregon Duck and current Guaymas Oyster player of the Ciba Copa Basketball League in Mexico, Dwayne Benjamin. Diverge Reality Sports Talk, giving y'all the real untold stories of collegiate athletes who didn't give up on their dreams while facing adversities and overcoming obstacles in the sports world. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Diverse Reality Sports Talk, Episode 7, From the Ground Up. Uh, I, myself, I'm Olin Cowan, Coach Cowan2 on Twitter. Follow me. What up, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Big C, a.k.a. DJ Sabon. Remember, y'all go follow me at CB4 underscore Uncommon on Twitter. Today, guys, we have a special guest, man. You know, somebody near and dear to my heart, man. He's actually a family member of mine, man. Professional athlete, professional, actually professional basketball player, former collegiate player at the University of Oregon, and also he's a former Northside High Viking. Have Mr. Dwayne Benjamin. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dwayne Benjamin um, from Lafayette, Louisiana. Went to college at Oregon Junior College in California at Mount San Jacinto. This is going to be my uh, fifth year playing professional basketball. All right, Dwayne, so we're going to get started with the questions, man. Uh, appreciate you for joining us. Thank you for being on the show. All right, thank you all for having me, man. No problem, man. No problem. We just want to get these great stories out there, and we all feel like you got one, man. Uh, before we get started, also, hey, man, Coach Kelly couldn't be with us tonight. Yeah. Uh, got a family engagement, and uh, we always family first around here, man. So, hey, shout out Kells, wherever you at, big dog. Yeah, man, y'all can follow him at, at Coach Kells at, or at Coach Kelly on Twitter. All right. So for the first question, Dwayne, um, man, talk about your uh, first exposure to sports as a kid, man. Man, honestly, I can't tell you the first time I played a sport. It's been my whole life. You know, usually, you know, coming up from the South, I lived in Texas, Louisiana most of my life. So mm -hmm. it was always football, football, football first. You know, I got three older brothers. So, you know, that was always rough. They all played football first. Shout out to the fam. So, yeah, you know, uh, Bruce it. But that's how they do it. You know, our whole family is mostly football. So all of my first, you know, childhood experiences is all football. Either football or just running track. But the first memory I can have is just um, playing flag football. All my brothers there, my mom there in the stands and actually ran back the first kick return of the first game that I ever played in. That's and I can I'm never about. forget it because I had blue jean shorts on and everybody else <laughs> no. had everybody else everybody else on the field had you know basketball shorts the black ones and i didn't have none so i, I was out there with some blue jean shorts on and i took the first one back to the house and i'll never forget it still running back hey man that was, a sign of, that was a sign of greatness rather right facts i never stopped since not a day hey right. right, cuz so kind of kind of explain to the people man what it's like playing sports between, you know, because you did play in Port Arthur for a little while, and then Lafayette. Just kind of explain how it was the sports uh, culture in both of those areas. 
Man, as as far as like I say, as far as football goes, it, it's on the same level. Just Texas is, is much bigger. You know, the, the stadiums is Agreed. much bigger. It's yeah. more people. It's just, I mean, it's a bigger place. Louisiana is one of the smaller places, but you know what I'm saying? The games are crazy. Everybody loves it. It's the number one thing to do on a Friday night as far as high school football. You're not doing exactly. nothing else. You know, everything is planned after that. So the, the love and the spirit is what really got me into it as far as like being from the South and those sports that they really, they really like push it on you, but in the best way possible because it's, it's one of the greatest things you can do as far as not just, you know, playing, but it, it just teaches you so much as far as like life. So like playing sports, it, it was a big thing. Most definitely. Also tell the people, you know, we got to talk about that growth spurt. Cause you did have a growth spurt. Man, I actually was just talking to my brothers the other day about it. I actually had two uh, growth spurts. I went from like, uh, at one point I went from maybe about five, six to like six foot. And then in high school, when I first got to Northside, which would have been like my sophomore year to my junior year, I grew from like maybe six one to like six five. Damn! Within maybe like, four or five months. So that was the crazy one. The last one was the one that really, you know, put me over the top as far as being from normal to like, hey bro, you tall, like. Right, yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. Wow, all right. Uh, Dwayne, man, um, anybody in sports that you looked up to when you was a kid, you know, don't matter what the sport is, football, baseball, basketball, whatever, man, just uh, anybody that you looked up to whenever you was coming up? I can tell you this, nobody in the world better not say a bad word about Randy Moss. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. Because that's my guy. So I would just say that, first of all, that's my favorite athlete as far as anything, you know? Like like I say, when I grew up, man, I didn't have like, you know, I didn't have like really a favorite basketball player. I didn't really watch it, you know? I wasn't really, really a big fan of it. I was football, football. You know, so so Randy Moss will be my guy that'll just be like favorite athlete ever, easily. Randy Moss. Okay, I, I, I kind of get the Moss thing with the hair and everything. That's yeah. why I was there. That's yeah, why yeah, like yeah. That. That's 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 the same thing I was thinking. Yeah, that's man. exactly how it happened like that because of that. And I mean, obviously, once you get into the ball and you see it, it's it's Allen Iverson and those guys like that as far as basketball would be Carmelo and those guys. Maybe not the traditional guys, but that, that's who it'll be for me as far as like who who I would want to watch when I was younger. Yeah. If Carmelo was playing, Allen Iverson was playing, or Randy Moss was playing, I'm not going nowhere. Man, look, this, I want you to talk about, you know, cause I was around a little while. Talk about the uh, significant role that your brothers played in your life. Oh uh, man, I tell this day, I tell them every day, I don't think they understand how big of a role they played in my life. Because the the first way would be, my brother left when I was maybe, um, I wasn't even in high school yet, and he joined the army. And I, I, you know, I was younger, and everybody in my family kind of took the same route, which is not a bad route, you know, uh, graduate, get a job in the city, you know, kind of live your way, make your family and do it that way. But my brother, you know, my oldest brother, he kind of took a different route as far as like, okay, I'm gonna try something different. And he got a different result out of it, which was a little bit better than what I was used to seeing. 
I was used to seeing people do good and then come right back to that level where they started at. Mm-hmm. But my brother kind of changed that for me as far as me personally seeing it. Yeah. And then, cause he, once he went to the army, all our lives changed. And it wasn't just like, as far as like, like money and that, that changed for him, but it was more so like, okay, this is the right way to do stuff. You know, he joined the army, he met his wife that he's still married to till his day. They still have the same family, still have all his kids. Every, you know what I'm saying? He did it the right way, which I would think is the right way. Great so time. him showing me that. And then my sec, my second to oldest brother, he kind of followed that because he was closer to him. So he followed that same thing. And once he decided what he wanted to do, he jumped on that and he had his ups and downs, but he he got onto that. And now he's doing well for himself. He got his own house. He has his, he got a wife, he has a beautiful family and he's doing well for himself. And the brother closest to me, we was we was more closer. So we kind of, you know, um, he kind of, with him, he kind of taught me what not to do because of the, the you know, saying the decisions that he made, which he's a great person, but it's just a few decisions that he made that helped show me what not to do. So I did the opposite of that and it, and it helped me out. So his role was, was, was one of the biggest probably as far as like him showing me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I seen what to do from my two oldest brothers. But if I didn't, you know what I'm saying? If I didn't, which is, you know, it sounds kind of messed up, but that's how life is. But if I wouldn't have seen him kind of mess up, maybe I would have been that guy that messed up and chose those decisions that he did because I seen the right way and I also grew up with the wrong way. So like all my brothers kind of played a different role. My oldest brother was the leader. He showed me the first thing and my second oldest brother showed me how to follow the example, a good example. And my third brother, he, he kind of told me, show me what not to do. So they all played a different role, but all of them was very important. Yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to my cousins, man. Especially Kendall. You know, he was a mentor for me also too when I was trying to find my way. You know, he, him coming back from the army. You know, matter of fact, when I got my first call, shout out to my '81 Cutlet Supreme, the Cut Dog, had about six different <laughs> colors. You got a beat up Cutlet. You best to hit the color, them down, then the sound, then you tune it. Cousin mechanic, so he hooked up everything for me. He put my first music in the car. Everything. So, you know, everything, man. I used to go and just chill to their house. You know, yeah. shout out to TK, man, his wife, and the kids, man. I yeah, used to yeah. just go chill over there, man. So, you know, and Eric, you know, me and Eric, me and, e, me and E closer in age. So, you know, shout out to E and Cody, man. Yeah. That's my brothers, by the way, man. Oldest brother, Kendall. Second oldest brother, Eric. Third to oldest brother, Cody. All last name, Bruce, by the way. That's big right there, man. Um, <clears throat> talk about um, the tradition and culture at uh, Northside High School, man, because y'all, y'all got a lot. It ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over. Man, it's win. You know, it's a, it been a lot. It been so many great people to go there as far as playing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you really want to stand out, you got to win. You know, you got to do something that they haven't done, and that's hard to do. So that kind of push a lot of people. 
you know, when you're on campus with, with so many, you know, great athletes, like like I say, um, I, I played. My, when I was there my junior year, we went third round in the playoffs and we played to the top 28 in basketball, third round in the playoffs in football. Um, we won state in track, you know, stuff like that. So when you're competing against guys who can, you know, play at a high level every day, it really it really brings it up and that was the tradition in north side is just competing like going out there and just trying to win we had great coaches coach vince and coach clark you know they really had that that okay we come from the struggle but we really nice we're gonna put all our frustration we're gonna take that out and we're gonna put it into a positive way which is trying to win a game and they had the i thought they had the right guys at the time when i was at north side to really you know push that culture which, which was Find what you need to do and, you know what I'm saying, do the right thing as far as like play a sport, find that sport that you love and just go after it instead of doing, you know, the, the negative thing. And, you know, it 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 been like that since when I got there. Honestly, you know, when Coach Vince first mm -hmm. started, I was in the eighth grade and Tyson, that was the freshman year. And when I got there my freshman year, like you could tell the culture was changing. And then you know, by the time Tyson was senior, we played in the dome and consistently but that's in the, playoff, yeah. the playoffs. So, but know, that's the crazy thing that. I was going to say is, yeah, I learned that from watching y'all play when I yeah. was younger, going to y'all games and watching y'all play. That's why I first started to notice that, you know what I'm saying? So it just wasn't when I was there. He learned that and then he it got better as far as from him learning from y'all. So he got better as far as like communicating what he wanted. He was real good as far as that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like saying like, like just being real and that's what people needed. You know what I'm saying? When you in that situation, as a lot of people that go to Northside is, you need a real person to really be, you know what I'm saying? Just tell you what it is and he was that guy. So not just to get on him, but that was pretty much the coach. Even, even uh, Principal Handy, you know, everybody that yeah. really has something to do with Northside in that culture. Yeah, you know, like everybody really had that 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 push it further than you know. What I'm saying, don't settle was yeah. the big thing at Northside. Like, facts. So let's talk about junior senior year. You know, junior senior year. You know, you kind of put on in football, man. Like, you know, it was to a point to where you know I was still in college, so I didn't get to watch a lot. I didn't get to come to a lot of games. But the games I, I, I were able to come to is like, yeah, that's my little cousin over there, man. <laughs> yeah. And and I can honestly say, cuz, out of all the family members that played at the side, you produced the most. I will Don't say tell that. them that, though. Don't tell them that. <laughs> oh, well, you, you know you can't tell them that. But I will Don't say tell that, them that. You know, I'm going to be a realist. Going on record right now. Going on record, uh, cousins. He they gonna listen to this too. They watching this. Oh, they gonna watch. They gonna, oh, and I put. <laughs> they gonna listen. Know it is. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. You know. I agree with you myself, me. But so. sometimes that's what it is. It's like, you know, you don't never know what family member is gonna be. That's gonna be that family member at mm -hmm. the family high school. And you know, it was you. That's what that is, though. It was you. Hey, they gonna be all right. They gonna be all right. Yeah, uh, they ain't got no choice. Time. Just talk about, you know, that junior season in football, senior season football and basketball. Just just give us a little spill on, you know, how you, you really came into your own those two years. 
Man, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. When I um I had first came back my sophomore year from uh, Texas, and it was it was kind of a big thing because you know that was uh that was pretty good. You know when I when I couldn't play because I had moved, I had the quarterback, the receivers and stuff. So I was just kind of like. I was just coming up from a freshman to a sophomore, so it was, it's a different level because I was playing as a you know freshman. It's different than playing Louisiana, you know what I'm saying, varsity. So when I get to there and trying to get to that level, just seeing, you know what I'm saying, seeing how they work and, and just seeing how much it was just so different, that's what kind of pushed me and helped me to be like who I was. was but since the first day kind of that I stepped on the campus as far as like Northside and and Vince kind of got to see what I can do. It was always, you know, he was always kind of like messing with me as far as like, all right, you gotta go to, you gotta go over here and practice a little bit more. And you gotta do this because next year is gonna be that year. And I'm, I'm the type of person that if you put, if you put a certain amount of trust in me, my biggest thing is try not to let you down. So, so I think the biggest thing is that he put so much like on me, a lot of people would say pressure, but I, I'm more safe to say trust. Like he trusted me so much as far as like, all right, if we gonna do this next year, then you're gonna be a big part of it. So you're gonna have to really like, you know what I'm saying, produce. Exactly, and that, that, because uh, everybody knows Vince ain't throw the ball like that before. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, you and, you and uh, Jerry, uh, That's y'all, it, yeah. y'all the two guys. That's it. Y'all the two guys, and then y'all open it up for the other receivers, but mm-hmm. we know it was double tight, our formation, you know. Exactly. We running straight right. at you to stop us. And then yeah, what you gonna do? Yep. Yeah, but that that's what I was saying. And then I was I I actually had to be there for Jerry's last year. So he kind they had that for a while and they was looking for that again, which would they would have because you know we had some good receivers over there. Just not my size and you know what I'm saying, just not like me, but we had great receivers. Like my receiving core when I was there was really, really good. But I just kind of put us at a different point as far as like how many, you know, six, five guys are really out there running and jumping like that. So, but the whole thing, the biggest thing, <laughs> the biggest thing that pushed me at Northside as far as like those, you know saying, those years, in both sports actually, was the coaches trusted me more than I actually trusted myself in those sports. So they believed in me more than I did. Yeah. Cause I didn't think I was that good yet. Cause I hadn't proven it. I'm I'm more of a like, what have you done, you know what I'm saying, to to say you that good. Yeah. You know, deep down I knew I was that good, but I'm not gonna say it because I haven't really done anything yet. But they were saying it before I even done anything. You know, they was doing, they was talking to the newspaper and was like, you know what I'm saying, watch this dude next year. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be this good next year and just watch this guy. Like, I never played a snap for him as far as, like, varsity. I was playing JV, which was unfair, by the way. But yeah. I was just playing JV. But, uh, well, that, yeah, so that it was that trust, though, the biggest thing. That's the same thing that, you know, happened with Keelan. You know, Keelan was that guy. You know, Vince was kind of like, you know, watch out for this kid next year. Watch out for him and look. Wow. <laughs> That's a whole. What happened with that? (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole. Shout out to Keelan right there. Shout out to Keelan for sure. I was just bragging about him the other day. Yeah. All right, man. So, but before I get to my question, man, I I got a chance to coach against you twice, man. So, uh, at least to my knowledge, uh, I coach at uh, Lagrange High School, man. I've been there since two thousand and nine. So. 
So yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask about the other stuff off here. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, but anyway, um, <laughs> talk about um, talk, man. You you went all state in football and track in high school, man. Just um, just kind of speak on that, bro, because um, that's hard. Yeah, that's a track. <laughs> like that's all hard. state in football and track. So just give me something on that, man. Like, like I say, man, it's just the track thing was crazy, man. I didn't, I never did that. My first, that was my first time ever doing that high jump, and I actually the first time I did it, I just was the meet uh, in order to go to. It was the one right before you order, you could qualify for state, which was yeah. which was my first time ever doing the high jump, Come and on. I just went out there and I was just like doing some weird jumps at first, and then like you know it was like five eleven and all that was that's pretty easy. But then I started watching them do it, and then I kind of got it, and just all of a sudden, like my first, you know, man, my first three weeks of doing track, I actually won indoor state. Like, Damn. that was the first state meet. That was that was kind of crazy. I just, I just, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah. You find a hijack. Yeah, that one that was just like, you know what I'm saying, kind of like this guy giving talent as far as like the track and, you know what I'm saying, all state. Then I went, I had to go against guys like Traven Durrell, you know, he went to Brobridge, went to LSU, play receiver. Yeah. Uh, Will, know, yeah, Will, Will LeBlanc. I mean, he was, he was jumping 7-2 in the high jump. <laughs> so just, just my competitive nature, you seeing them doing that and them guys even gave me a few pointers as far as, you know what I'm saying, this and that, because they've been doing it. But it was just just competing with those two guys at all those different levels is really what what got me to being all state and track. But as far as football, it was just it was more it was more so business. Like like I say, like he put all that he put the pressure. He, he kind of gave me the keys to the car and told me to drive. Like and it was like if we gonna be good, we gonna be good because of you and certain people. But you can put us over the hump. And I don't I don't necessarily thought he would have. He thought I would have been as good as I was, neither. But that football was just just in me for the family, really, what was the football, because I knew they'd be there and they they didn't pumped it in my blood my whole life. So we had to show out. I still never, I'm not the type of person to be like at the beginning of the season, like, oh, I'm trying to make all state or none of that. Nah, most of that, that getting all state from, from that was just winning, trying to win. Yeah, man, I uh, I got a chance to see it firsthand twice, so uh, at, at least twice, if my memory serves me right. And uh, yeah, that was uh, you was good, dog. Yeah, man. can't take nothing away from. You. And you know, yeah, I used to brag. I used to brag. I used to brag. I used to brag. Like, look, look, number one, you a dog. You look, just sit here, dog. You ain't look. I used to brag and be like, look. I even told Vince whenever I first told Vince he was my little cousin. He was like, what? Like you know, most of y'all big. I was like, hey man. Uh, uh, shout out to Big Bryson too. Yeah, I'll man. Shout out to Bryson, that. Who, you know, like I said, man, you put on for the family, and you know, you're the best family member to come out of the side. I don't care what nobody says, and I'm on record saying that. I love to hear me. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> All right, man. So, um. My next question is, talk about your recruiting process in high school, because to be putting up stats like this, to be recognized as one of the best players in the state, one of the best athletes in the state, um, 
just speak on your recruiting process and how that went. Man, um, honestly, my recruiting process was was pretty was pretty crazy when I was in high school because I was actually getting recruited for both sports, which right. was a big, which was really new to me. You know, like I never thought. I I, it is crazy to say right now, but I never thought of myself as actually playing basketball somewhere because it wasn't like something that I wanted to do. So the whole fact of me being recruited to play basketball was like so new to me, which was crazy. Like I had a few schools like Memphis and UTEP, you know, and a few smaller ones actually wanted me, you know what I'm saying, was saying I could play both sports. So that whole thing of, of that was crazy. And the, the biggest, the craziest thing with me is I've been an LSU fan forever. And when Coach when they Chavis, was interested, man. they was like, they was like really interested. Like Coach Chavis, which was the recruiting coach for my area, but he was the defensive coordinator. Right. I mean, he was at he was at Northside once a week. Yeah. Like he was crazy. You know, like and, and actually sweet. trying Shout out to the chief, man. Yeah, like actually trying to like hype me up like he was he would do stuff like hey hey don't you guys have like a um like an assembly today and I'm like yeah and he would come and get me during the assembly like to show like yeah LSU is recruiting him you know he'll do certain stuff like that so that part of the recruiting process I never really you know thought to I never thought about that way you know as far as how they talk to you the way the things that they do you know like, like I never been through the whole thing that like a lot of other people I know have because I wasn't that big of a recruit really. I was more the the under the radar like this guy's gonna blow up, but nobody really knows him yet. Right. That's who I was. At one point, at one point in time, I, I believe ESPN had you rated like a two star, a two star receiver. Oh, yeah, when I was by the time I, by the time I was done at Northside, I was on I was a three star. Yeah. I was a three star in um in both sports actually. So I was a, I was a three star in basketball and in football out of high school. The basketball, you know that cuz I always asked myself and then you know I always I asked your brother once but he couldn't give me a clear cut answer. And I was just like, "Bro, listen. Me being a sports fanatic, you know, our whole family Sports fanatic, like you know, you know how we get down, especially with football. Like, mm -hmm. there's a bunch of six, five, six, 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 seven guards. They ain't got a lot of six, five, six, six receivers running and jumping to what you was doing to people in high school. Yeah. I was just like, you know, b ball. Like, you know, I seen you hooping. You know, you did your thing. But I was just like, bro, you know, on Friday nights, you know, not to, you know, America, I'm not hyping them up, but y'all had to be there to see it. Like, you know, the beautiful fade routes in the corner end zone. I was just like, bro. Yeah, bro. Randy Moss, baby. Like, bro, like literally Randy Moss with the, with. He had the hair and everything. With the hair and everything. <laughs> and it was just like, bro, come on. Like, no, he could be the next Moss, like literally. Like I heard, and I, your brother told me, he was just like, cuz when we played against Anacar, they had double coverage. Triple cuz. Triple. That's what I'm about to say. Double coverage with somebody over with the top. The safety over the and top. I was just like, bro, they had you the, know you that guy. The number one LB jamming at the line, the best DB right behind them, and they had the safety over the top. 
That that was they they game plan work though. I give them that because <laughs> they they got us, man. That game plan work. Take away the big guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that game plan work, man. Because they got us that game. But the basketball thing was more so like, and it was it was crazy to me too because I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't you know I said I was fighting myself on it for like consistently like I couldn't really think. Like, cause I never really, like I said, I never really thought of myself as playing basketball, as being like really good in basketball. Like it was always football, football, football forever. And then um, actually I played AAU for the first time. And I mean, people was kind of going crazy. Like, dude, you, you kind of like different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, it's a lot of, it's a lot of six, six guards, but it's not a lot of like, you know what I'm saying? Naturally gifted people as far as like, and then when they know when you talk about like I haven't really played, so I didn't really know the game, that kind of intrigued him more as far as like, oh, he can learn a lot more and he can be a lot better. Yeah. But the the biggest thing as far with me that I would say like simply why I chose basketball is because one day I was just like, man, I can play basketball every day for the rest of my life. I don't think I can do that with football. You're right. That's true. That is you know, so true. so that was the biggest thing that that I say. And I love football. Like I plan on being a football coach when I'm done, not actually a basketball coach. So that's how much I really love football. But the whole thing came down to me. It was just like, I just thought that I can actually play the game for way longer and be able to enjoy it, enjoy it more for a longer time, like me personally playing. And that that's the reason why, you know what I'm saying? I ultimately, you know, it was like, damn, I'm a basketball player now. And I, honestly, I thought about that, but it was still like, bro, Cause when I heard about the whole LSU thing, I was just like, whoa, you know, I'm yeah. a diehard though. And it was just like, Same. <laughs> man, it was like a dream come true. And it's just like, my little heart was broken. Like, honestly, my little heart was broken, but but, then I but, was but, like, but that was, that was more so too, with some bad decisions that I made in, in, as, as far as like personally is why that, why I had to chose, that's why I had to go to JC route as well, you yeah. know, just not, just I, I got to a point to where like yeah I was doing the right things but the right thing to me was playing sports but the right thing would have been to go to school and play sports yeah. but the right thing to me at that point was playing sports so my grade thing match up to my you know what I'm saying, as far as that so maybe if I was you know what I'm saying doing the right thing completely I wouldn't play football and I wouldn't go to LSU and I would accept that scholarship but you know what I'm saying like you say it's life and you make certain decisions and it just take you down a certain path. And that's what the whole point about me was missing school so much to where I had to go and do this. You know what I'm saying? Now I got a lower GPA and now I can't really get into there. So now instead of going straight there, I got to go to junior college. But when I say this, I'm just like you said, I'm just telling my story. I don't regret no decision yeah, because I really. think I think everything that happened was supposed to happen bad or good and I'm in the spot where I'm supposed to be right now so I don't I'm just saying that to say you know what I'm saying just to kind of explain not to be like like I regret something even though I would say that to let somebody know don't get to the point you know what I'm saying to where what kind of like decisions make you go a certain way to where instead you can make a decision and go a certain way like yeah. don't be made to go down the path that I was I thought I was made to go down the path that I supposed to go down there. So I still think everything worked out how it's supposed to do, me personally, but I don't think it happens like that for everybody. 
So like, I, that's why I say about the, the whole like choosing football. I don't want to make it seem like it was just like, all right, yeah, I'm done with football. I'm gonna play basketball. Nah, it was it was me missing school and and actually going there. And and then when I realized that I would have to go junior college and I started playing AAU before that, like I say, that's when I start to get those thoughts. I fell in love with the game, like ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? And that's when that thing came to my mind, like that I can really do this every day for the rest of my life. Like it's not the rest of my life, but as long as I can though. And that window was longer than me playing football. Most definitely, yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> All right, so um, also man, yeah, uh, outside looking in bro, considered I coached against you. Um, whenever we found out that you was playing basketball, we was all like scratching our head at LG. We was like, "Come on, like, <laughs> like what?" But that's but, but that's uh, the Louisiana in you too, like yeah, oh, yeah. it is, it is. Football, that's kind of crazy out here. Yeah. So, uh, so man, tell us about uh, you transitioning to Cali, man, going out there playing ball. Um, how did you land on uh, Mount San Jacinto College, man? First, I'm gonna throw uh, out that it might be the greatest decision I ever made in my life. Real, but that happened because of the story that I told earlier about my oldest brother when he chose something different. As soon as I had the opportunity to choose something different, I took it, and it changed my whole, you know, said changed my whole life as far as me. And then my brother, who I live with, I lived with my oldest brother, actually having to trust in me. That, that I'm telling him the truth and this is gonna work out and let me go. So, you know what I'm saying, he actually let me move to California and, you know what I'm saying, with some people he didn't know, which is ground up my, or, you know what I'm saying, our organization. So yeah, that's, we'll get you know, into that. We'll get yeah, into that's, that. that's another thing that's very important, but that 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 was the biggest thing as far as like me, me leaving and going to California was like my brother's trust in that. And those guys actually knowing, but the big another big thing as far as me going to California is actually seeing and not just hearing people tell me about how big the world is, how much different it is in different places, how much more opportunity other people have. You know, how many other how many how much more opportunities other people in other places have than us in Louisiana? I never knew that, you know what I'm saying? When, it's easiest for somebody to come talk to you. You just like kind of like a kid and you just kind of dismiss it. That's easy to do. But when you actually see it with your own eyes, you can't, you know, say you can't say this not real if I'm actually looking at it. If I'm actually seeing, if I'm at, I went to Long Beach Poly, <laughs> which is one of the greatest high schools in the, in the world, right. not in California, in the world. They have unlimited pros in each sport, and they got actors and all that, Snoop Dogg and Cameron Diaz and all that. Like, you know, the guy who I went to Long Beach probably with, Jordan Bell, we went to Oregon together, and then he went to, you played in the NBA. Like, they got a long list of guys who's just great. And going there and actually seeing that, just seeing a campus, walking around that big campus like that, and just like seeing how much more like opportunity was the biggest thing and then just even being able to call my boys and just be like man california is crazy y'all gonna have to come out here one day one of my boys actually did it was like you know when i got to jc he went to jc in california but that whole decision didn't just change my life it changed a lot of people 
Like it, it kind of changed the way. Like yeah, I was I was really good in high school, but it changed the way my family looked at me. They had to they got to look at me as a different way, like as a grown man. Because you know I didn't I wasn't around them as much, but they could see me from like like social media and things. Like see how I grew up, being independent, being out there having to work and do certain things to pay for school. You know, working with the school to pay for my school because California JCs don't give out scholarships. Correct. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, so I was actually out there working like uh, for the school. Like I was refereeing volleyball games and stuff like that <laughs> to pay for classes, you know? So like I had to learn the rules of volleyball and I'm out there doing the change at the football games and stuff like that. And that's how I actually, you know what I'm saying, paid for a few of my classes and stuff. But going to California was a, was a big thing. It taught me, it taught me about the opportunities the more more opportunities in life, and it taught me how to how to depend on myself more, you know. Because like I say, I was I was always the youngest with older brothers, so they always always would look out. But it taught me how to look out for myself and kind of like depend on myself and be like a man, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, man, what you said earlier just it can't be screamed loud enough to. Louisiana high school students, Louisiana teenagers, just people, period. It's a big world out there outside of Louisiana, man. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of other different cultures and things that you can experience that if you were to stay, that you would never experience, man. And just, I And that's one of the, yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing is here, we have a great culture, like I say. No, I definitely. love being from Louisiana. But that gets so, it, it just gets people so trapped in it. Like, man, this is great. Why, what's better? What Why could leave? be better? Yeah, like what could be better? Now, people love you a lot, a lot more different places and people love you here. But people love their culture, like the differences, stuff like that. Like, it's just so much more. If I could tell anybody, the first thing I would tell any kid is, it's so much opportunity out there. We one of the smallest states in the country. Yes. So picture just going to a few that's bigger. It's so much more opportunity. And it's it's so many guys just like you that's getting those opportunities, but it's just that, that we're here. So if you can, you know what I'm saying, get away, you gotta get away. Like, which is not, you know what I'm saying, it's not the best thing that's happening, but unfortunately, like, like I say, it's life. Yeah. So let so I got something funny. Like <laughs> you you in California, I'm pretty sure they were just like. That accent, you from New Orleans? Because you know that's the oh, first thing they Oh, my. All right. So, okay. First first day, right? Uh, I go to Long Beach Poly. Sign all the papers, whatever. I get into school, and I go straight to the class. I'm already walking to class. Class started. So, bam, they looking. I'm pretty tall, so they looking like, all right, we got another athlete in here. I got my hair. I'm kind of a little different, you know what I'm saying? I sit down, and, and it's me and uh, actually, I actually moved up with a couple of people from Louisiana. And uh, my boy right there, and I look at him and I tell him, I say, she gonna call on one of us to read. So, uh, <laughs> so, so me and him, we kind of like try to play it off and not really look at the teacher and uh, looking at each other and stuff. And what do you know, she called my name. So she like, uh, Dwayne, read, read the next um, paragraph. I kid you not, the first two words I said, the whole class, like scooted their chair back and turned around and looked dead at me in my face the whole time I ran. Bruh. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is like, crazy. 
Yeah, like, where are you from? Hold on. You, what are you talking? What, what language are you speaking? Like he was from a different planet or something. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was straight out of Louisiana. I mean, straight out of Lafayette. Lafayette people talk bad, bad. You know, do so, it. Ooh, man. They was, they was like, man, what language you speaking? Like, are you Jamaican? Like, that was the big thing. Like, man, it's, it was crazy. They was asking me all type of stuff. Like. Like what island you from? I'm like, man, I am from Louisiana, man. Wow. They like, yeah. That that was crazy though. That that but even like even like the whole that same day, you know, I was telling the teachers like, yes, ma'am, no ma'am. As far as that, and then they they knew that I wasn't from there. So that just goes to show you about like, you know, I said the Louisiana culture, how it's so much different as well, too. Cause people not 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 raised to be as polite as we are. Yeah. So that was the big thing as far as me going to California when I was telling the teacher like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, I hold the door open for him and stuff. And they was like, yeah, you're not from around here is what they would tell me. You know, like, you're not from here. I can tell you're not from here. You know, I didn't know you went to uh, to Lone Beach Poly. So kind of explain mm-hmm. how that happened. And then like, uh, like, like Gunn said, going to uh, the JUCO. Yeah, that was the, but the biggest, that, that was the the main thing of me leaving Louisiana was because I thought it'd be, like I say, a better opportunity. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have left Northside if I thought I would go to a school like Northside. Like I would only imagine going to Long Beach Poly. So when, when that opportunity arose, which is the guys who started Ground Up, was started it to make more opportunities for people like me, as far as like, you know, some really good talents that maybe wouldn't have been seen if they were to stay in Louisiana, you know? So so they started that whole thing and guys like, you know, he, he changed his whole life for us just to try to help us out. And you know what I'm saying? Got us a little, like um, we all kind of lived together. And Long Beach Poly was the was the school of choice because we wanted to go there and show like, you know, it's like, hey, we from Louisiana. We come out here and we trying to get something. Like we want, we want to go to college and we want your spot, your spot, whatever, whatever we got to do in order to get to where we want to go, which was we all just really wanted to go to school or major D1. We all wanted to play whatever sport that was, you know what I'm saying, couple guys. So Long Beach probably was the choice as far as competitiveness. Like, okay, you the best, this the best school, so this guy should be the best at this position. So if I'm better than him, then I should be able to go this way, go this and that and go that and there. But when I did do that, being that I was so good in Louisiana and transferring to California, a law school as Long Beach Poly and they were so good that they actually I actually was ineligible because they thought that they recruited me to go there so I actually so so that year when I left Northside I played at Northside my junior year and I left there and went to Long Beach Poly my senior year and I couldn't play my senior year because I was ineligible because of that they thought they recruited me which is illegal for a public school so I had to sit out that year and I end up, you know what I'm saying, finishing off. And then I had to go to Juco route because of all those, like I say, missing class when I was at Northside and the situation at Long Beach Poly. So I, I kind of like didn't play my senior year, nothing because of that, leaving and taking that chance. So at first when I took the chance, it wasn't really like, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't really looking great. It was like, whoa, you kind of left there where you was established and now you can't really play and you know what I'm saying, whatever. But um, after that, it was kind of like, okay, 
pick my pants up, you know what I'm saying, stand back up and find a different route. And it was junior college. It was right up the street, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't too far and he would allow, I was looking for a place to play with my guy, Dewan Smith from Abbeville. We wanted to play on the same team. They had a few junior colleges who wanted him at his right position where he could fit. And they had a few that wanted me, but we wanted to go to a place where we can play together. And then we found that Mount San Jacinto and that's how I ended up over there. Uh, at least, man, Quintorius Jones, he's going into his senior year at LaGrange High. You know, he plays quarterback. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, hey, he's, he's a guy. He played, <laughs> he plays quarterback, man. He, you know, he want to ask you a question. So I'm going to give him the floor to ask you something. Uh, how you doing? Uh, what's up, what's up? Uh, like, in college or whatever, like, how you maintain, like, to keep your body healthy? And like how you maintain and not focus, like, I don't know, like how is the coaching and stuff, and like how you maintain to keep your body energy, like, you feel me, like up and ready to go whenever it's time to perform. Yeah, the, the big, the biggest thing with that was, um, the biggest thing is is choosing choosing people who who are who are for you. So as far as like school, like every like a lot of people choose school like off the name. But I would say like choose the school off of off of the coaches. So when the coaches are really for you, they're gonna do everything, you know what I'm saying, to keep you up to par. So when I was at Oregon, I mean I, I didn't have to worry about none of that. As the only thing I had to worry about was me actually going and doing what they told me to do. So when you get to that, when you get to that next level, like college, they're gonna have a strength conditioning coach, nutrition coach, oh uh, blah, 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 blah. The biggest obstacle for you is actually would be like, okay, you telling me the truth, trusting them, taking that time out and actually just doing it. Then when you actually get to that routine, it's not even hard to do. Like you go have to take some vitamins and lift weights early a couple of times and you know what I'm saying, do stuff instead of just kicking it, laying down in the room after you're tired and stuff like that, going to the gym and like stretching. Like doing like stuff that you wouldn't normally just want to do. It'll be those little things that are really changed, like and put you over the hump with that. Like as far as like staying ready. And with what you plan, what you play in your position, that's gonna be really big because you will have to be like like what well, I play basketball. So you have to be like a point guard. You will really have to be the guy that that's doing that even more as far as being seen doing it. Because you yes, will want to influence, you will want to influence the other guys to do that. Yes, sir. But but as far as that, it'd just be like the main thing with that is just listening and learning, taking what they tell you to do, and then learning it to what they ain't even got to tell you to do it no more. You just got it on your own. So when you go back to Lake Charles in the summer, that shit is like second nature. You still waking up at seven thirty, whatever y'all do workouts, because in yeah, college football, football dudes, y'all work out early. We never worked yeah, out early. Yeah. So what's last, y'all? And my last question is, and my last question is, is like. What's some of the, like, the real main important things, like, they, like, people normally don't say about college? Like, what's the real important thing that may not, others may not really know unless they experience it? It's hard. Went to the, big, the biggest thing is it's hard. Like, a lot of people would try to, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people would try to tell you, now, I'm going to just be real with you, like, as far as being a student athlete, that it's hard. Because it's a lot of time out your day doing, you know what I'm saying? that like there's a lot of other people telling you where you gotta be and what you should be doing and that's hard for for people like where we from because you know 
once we like 14, we got a different level of independence because we grow up fast. Yeah, but like the yeah. biggest thing with that is just like, like that it's a lot of people telling you what to do and you know what I'm saying stuff like that. So that that'd be the it, it's not like an easy thing to do. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of people, you know a lot of people who's really good that should have been playing in college and should have went to the league. Yeah, because it's hard when you get to that level. So like a That's lot of like people the biggest thing to, in Louisiana. Yeah, and they would try to tell a lot of people would try to be cool with you and be like, oh yeah, man, it ain't gonna be no thing. Once you get there, whatever, nah, you gonna yeah, have to, you're gonna have to really work to get to wherever you want to go. Like however hard you work is however far you gonna go. Because like everybody, at that point, everybody is good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can ball when you, once you get to college, no matter what college or what level, everybody can ball. So it's, it's all about what work you put in. It's all about your work ethic and, that, and that's what's gonna put you over the hump. But like if somebody ever tell you like playing college football, playing the quarterback position period in college football is easy, that's a lie. Like going to college and being a college stu a student athlete is hard. It's possible because yeah, a lot of people have done it, but it's, it's it's consistent work. The biggest thing is just staying consistent. It's going to be consistent work. Every day, you're going to have to work. Every day you're in college, you're going to have to work. Yeah, and that's the that's the one thing that, that people won't tell you. They'll be like, oh, you're nice, bro. You know what I'm saying? Once you get there, it's going to be easy. It won't. But you can do it, though. But it won't be yeah, easy. Bro. You're going to have to put in that work, though. Yeah, bro. That's all the questions I got. Thank you. Nah, man. Good luck, though, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I respect y'all, too. Lagrange, y'all know what y'all doing on that field, so keep doing y'all things, man. man. Yeah. Yeah, very Thanks. All right, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on and getting that question out, man. Um, but um, talk about Juco life. Talk about playing Juco ball, man. You really did your thing. You was the number eight Juco player in the nation and number two at your position. So um, just talk about that transition, um, playing against that that great talent and uh, just that whole life. Man, junior college, like I say, that, that's a different type of struggle, you know? Yeah, man. Like you, you're in college, but you're not in college. Like, you know, you're kind of like still yeah. in high school a little bit as far as like, you're not really getting too much credit from your friends. They're not really hitting you up like, oh man, you're doing your thing in college. Nah, you're like, oh, you kind of like JC. Like, you're still trying to get there. Like, you're still kind of on the same level as me. So it's like a glorified grind, but not really even glorified. Like, it's just, it's just a, like I was telling the young boy, it's just consistently working. And with JC, it's, it's grimy like it's yes. everybody it's everybody is rough and tough and trying to like i'm better than you and i'm gonna show everybody in the stand i'm better than you i want the scholarship that you trying to get all that like jc is like here 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 like it is it's just ultra competitive like and that was the best thing about it like i went to california jc and the the number one and number two players was me and a guy named Jerry Blakes. He ended up going to Arizona State. I went to Oregon. Yeah. It don't happen too much. You know what I'm saying? And the year before that, the player of the year was DeLon Wright. He went to Utah. He played for the Raptors for some years. He's still in the league. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm playing against some guys. But it was just that consistent grind of like, I'm not even, I'm not there but I'm not where I was, but I'm not there where I want to be. So I just got to keep on going, keep on going. And JC coaches are, you know, they're different. They're they're really like teachers. 
So they're not going to be fired for losing and stuff like that. California junior college coaches. They're not going to be fired for losing. They're more so a teacher that's just like, okay, I'm a coach too. So it's just like, it's just uh, what I say goes. It's not like I'm teaching you the, the culture. It's just like, this was that. This is how we going to do it. And if you don't like it, then try something else. Like, So it's a dictatorship and it's hard and it's, it's ultra competitive. But it was great. It just teaches you like so much like about adversity and like I say I went to when I went to junior college I went with a few guys from Abbeville and um, we didn't get scholarships you know and none of us was rich by any means you know all of us average families doing okay but um, we went out there and we depended on each other we leaned on each other we was in the gym all day because uh, where I went you if I dropped you off in uh, San Jacinto California and asked you where you was you would be like Nebraska or uh, St. Martinville, like Cypress Island, like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying this. It wasn't St. Martinville, man. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't California as you would know it. Really? Like it was Kyle Farms, and you know, what I'm saying stuff like that. It's nothing else to do. Closest thing is Riverside, LA is like an hour thirty, so you're not all the way out the way, but you're not in the mix at all. Really? So it wasn't much to do, and, and then my guys was like. And I had one football guy, Delantre from uh, Abbeville. He was a football guy, but he used to wake me up and just like, hey, bro, I'm bored. Let's go shoot. So I'm in the gym all day, every day, because what else? You know, like, what else is there to do? Like, so you're in the gym all day Saturday because it ain't like you're going out Friday night. It ain't nowhere to go out Friday night. So that was a good, it was a big thing. It was a good thing, though. But JC, man, like I, like I told a young boy, if I, I just try to stress this enough because a lot of people don't and they try to make things seem easier than it is. But JC is hard. It's a hard thing to get through, but it's definitely possible to get through because a lot of people have like. Yeah, man, because uh, right now it's kind of, um, you know, with Netflix series and things of that nature, man, they kind of glorified a little bit. But um, I try to always stress to the guys that I coach that if you go that route, you got to get it out the mud and it's grinding. It's going to be doggy dog. That's what it is. Out the mud and the mud is thick. Because <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of people in that same. It's just like, I mean, it's crabs in a bucket. Yeah, it's grimy. Kind of. And it, it ain't it ain't always like that as far as like your team maybe, but it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like that really though. Because everybody trying to get to that next level, everybody trying to expand their life. What, what else do you expect? Everybody trying to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, cause, uh, talk about you know the transition from you know your first two years in JUCO, like like a gun said, you know number eight nationally ranked JUCO prospect coming out of uh, 2014. Talk about that recruiting process, man. Because once again. I'm in Louisiana and I see uh, Oregon. Yeah. But remember, we had a conversation before you signed and you was in Louisiana. I don't know if you remember. But, you know, I had actually, you know, because I'm a UConn fan. I was like, man, UConn talking to you? are like, nah, not really. But, you know, you wanted to go to Syracuse, if I'm not mistaken. I was either going to go, I like the Q's because I, I really love, because who I said earlier, Carmelo is my guy. Or uh, the biggest thing that I, I actually thought I was gonna end up at Gonzaga because they they were actually the first major school to recruit me. Yeah. 
And then at one point the year when they was recruiting me, they was the number one team in the nation. Okay. So like, that's a no-brainer. You know, that was in the guy Donnie Daniels actually helped develop like Russell Westbrook and those guys when he was at UCLA. So yeah. he's really good development coach. I actually thought I was going to go to Gonzaga. So yeah, man, kind of talk about that. You know, your second year in JUCO. You know, number eight uh, JUCO prospect in the nation. Kind of talk about your recruiting process. From a man, that was oh man. Um, my junior college recruiting process was was absolutely love. That that was the first time when I really started to know my worth as far as sports wise. Yeah. Some some guys. I went to um. I don't know if you if y'all know, but I went to uh. It's a thing called Jerry Mullins Top 100 Camp. So it's the top 100 JUCO guys, and you know it's it's a lot of junior colleges. It's, I think it's like, um, I, I, I might not be right, but I think it's like 117 in the whole, you know what I'm saying, in the whole country, but it's 130 in California itself. Gotcha. Wow. But with that being said, a lot of California JUCO players don't get invited to this Jerry Mullins camp because Ju those some of those California JUCO players are just like, it's so many, so it's so many players. So they don't really rate them as high. But like I actually, me and like I said, a couple guys got the opportunity to go there. And when I was there, I kind of like, I played the best, I played some of the best ball I ever played. You know what I'm saying? So so when I walked away from there, like legit, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm no, no exaggeration. Like, and I'm gonna put my number down for what I really wanted to say, but I had at least 60 offers to play basketball like to 60 different colleges and yeah. I, and it, it it might it might be more than that like and that's just being like just being truthfully honest like i i played so well there and i had so good of a, a freshman year and it was because of the where i was at i was in the best conference in california my freshman year and i came there i was all district i was like second team all state or whatever like that as a freshman, I think I averaged like 16 points, like seven rebounds and like three assists or something, which is, you know what I'm saying, with some pretty good percentages. But I had all my offers after that camp. Like by the time my sophomore year came around, I didn't get no new offers because I had every offer that I could have get. Yeah. Pretty much. Everybody who wanted, everybody who recruited junior college players, I had an offer from them. I, I talked to them. Like, like LSU actually, um, this was um, before Johnny Jones left. He actually, um, they actually offered me a scholarship when they knew I couldn't go just because I was a Louisiana kid and I was doing well, Yeah, you know? So they was just like, okay, we know you can't come here because of the classes I took. I took in a, a virtual English class, which is just an online English class. Yeah. And uh, the SEC don't accept it. But but they hit me up just to do that. That's that's just to go to show, you know what I'm saying, how many offers I had. But that that junior college uh recruiting process was like I said, it made me know my worth because I was like, okay, if all these guys can see that in me, that I'm good enough to go and change their program and help their program change, then I should be I I should, you know what I'm saying, rate myself as a pretty good basketball player. And the whole Oregon thing was was just family. That, that's why I ended up going there. Like, you know, they just they just accepted who I was. Like, as far as just me being 
a Louisiana kid who's going to be grimy and he's going to be mad sometimes. You know what I'm saying? He had a hard life. He's going to be mad sometimes. And they understood that they never used that against me when when that did happen. He just kind of kind of talked through it. And, and the guys that was on the team was kind of from that same background as me. So we all kind of meshed. And one of the biggest reasons I, I ended up going was my guy, Casey Benson, was from Arizona. And I kind of knew him before we went there. Like I said, I knew Jordan Bell and um, and Elgin Cook is from Milwaukee. And Milwaukee is a lot like Lafayette as far as like, you know, the negative things. So that, that was the biggest thing why I chose Oregon. But the whole recruiting process was, it was amazing. It changed my life as far as knowing my worth and, and actually like putting myself on that pedestal where I should be as far as sports. Like, That's what's up, man. Most definitely. All right, man, so my next question is um, junior year at Oregon, man. You, you get there. Uh, how was the adjustment? Um, what is it like playing on that court with all that extra stuff on it? <laughs> and, uh, we got we got the coldest court in, in college yeah, basketball. Yeah, for, for real. And, um, you know, just kind of just kind of speak on your transition and your adjustment to going from JUCO to big-time Division One. Pack, what it was then? Pack, it was still Pack 10? Pack 12, yeah. Pack 12 now. It's Pack 12 my yeah. whole time. Yeah. Pack 12, big time basketball, man. The, the the biggest thing was that was attention. Oh, man, you don't, you don't get, you know what I'm saying? You don't get attention like you get when you go to Oregon. Right. And I'm going to just be specific and say Oregon and not all Pack 12 schools because when I was at Oregon, and if you go to Oregon, you would come to realize that people don't really like you because they think you're spoiled which is like so crazy being me, you know? Like think wow. about like how we've been talked about, you know me, Big C, and everything, how we came up. Exactly. And then I just come from, like I was just saying about JC is this big grind and you gotta get everything that you want. And then you get to this next level at Oregon and now people's like, oh, you spoiled. You get all the new stuff, you got all these pretty uniforms. Like you go from grinding and not having nothing and everybody like, oh, you a grinder. Like you work hard for everything you got to being a spoiled kid just because I signed at Oregon. You yeah. know, like that whole thing is the whole way people see me change. And people wouldn't realize that, you know, but I realize that the way people see me, they kind of, I went from being in junior college just to like, oh yeah, you play at my JC, a regular guy to like, Oh yeah, this this Dwayne Benjamin. He plays at University of Oregon. You know, it changed for other people. It never changed for me, but it changed the way people saw me. As far as like, I went from being just a basketball player to like a basketball player at the University of Oregon. Like, and people actually noticed who I was. I couldn't really go nowhere, real, without people really knowing. What up? What up, everybody? Due to scheduling issues, we will be airing. Part two of the Dwayne Benjamin story from ground up on a later date where the crew will dig into Dwayne's time at Oregon and then into his professional career. So y'all be on the lookout for that. God bless. Y'all stay safe. And until next time, we out. Ambitious, I tell my young homies We got enough drug dealers and tough tonics We need more hope dealers, motivators That dope boy lifestyle just overrated We 
need more scholars, college graduates. Huh? 4.0, grade point average.